talk and I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some purdy babies. I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode 21 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Today is August 12th, 2016. We are a server-hosted podcast, so that means the voices can change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about Ark. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing at ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. Or you can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us at ratedark.podbean.com. Alright, so now let's go through and introduce everybody who will be speaking with us tonight. I'm Xavier, and we'll go up the list from there. Uh, Quicksilver. Howdy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> You're gonna have to call out my name because I'm not paying attention to team speak. I'm trying to fix this guy's dinos for him. And, and that's Lee. <laughs> <laughs> we have I'm Ezra the Sky. Then we have Mr. Foe, who's chasing off 92 year old women from his house. Then we have Lee, <laughs> who is taking <laughs> taking down a Bronto. No, are you doing a Bronto? Yeah, I don't know anymore. And then Luminin is now, um, the voice is going to be read by Goon, but he will be referred to as the, the artist currently known as Luminin. <laughs> hey everybody, how we doing? <laughs> it's like you've already heard, we have our new Goon, newest uh, edition, Mr. Quicksilver. How's everybody doing? And Xavier, you heard doing the intro of the show. And now we're going to move into Loot Drop, where I just wanted to give a welcome to our newest members. That is UN5C Spartan117. I think you know who that is, don't you, Mr. Xavier? Yeah, I convinced my brother to join us. Yeah, I remember you telling us about that. Yeah, he got a taste of the game during the free weekend, and then uh, he just graduated, so I bought him the, the game for, for his graduation present. Awesome! Cool. Well, happy and congratulations. Happy arcing and congratulations on graduating. Always fun building with family. That's awesome. And also a welcome to Bugbot and Quicksilver right here. And Floors, Hatchet Man, Zero, Narrow Dick, and Ker Kanos. And I Did also, you just say narrow? What, <laughs> what's that? Na narrow dig or narrow dig? Yeah, what? Take it however you want it. <laughs> Did I, I was typing wrong? buildings and you made me type buildick. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. And welcome back, foe. Welcome back. Um, we. <laughs> I wanted to also give a shout out to our Mr. Full Metal Agent in our CRR gaming group and on our island. He is actually embracing this whole starting over thing that we're doing on the island by putting together a series of YouTube videos, walking new players through some basic stuff, like the from scratch, him building his bases, step-by-step um, -step things that, you know, new play players might need to know, taking down your first dinos, uh, your gathering dinos, your building dinos, stuff like that. So it's really cool. I put the link to that in the show notes. So that is another way to embrace a, a wipe, right? <laughs> <laughs> Make some YouTube videos. 
<laughs> so now we're going to move it to Fresh from the Forge. It is our new segment. Um, I just added some quick patch note changes because everybody knows there's a whole long, 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 long detailed list. So that link is included. But I did want to touch on some stuff that kind of sneaks in there. And you're like, uh, what is this? This change, blah, blah, blah. So, um... The first one is August 22nd. They are expecting to enable the auto destruction of any decayed or demolishable PVE structures on all official servers. They will at that time be auto destroyed if they are publicly demolishable. So that that's going to be a pretty big thing. I think maybe that shall help clean up. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. For, for the servers, I mean, I'm sure after a while they get kind of crowded with people who've just kind of wandered off to, to other servers or just stopped playing. Yeah, definitely. And then it says also at that time, all old loan and like unsnapped pillars and foundations will be cleared from official PvP servers. So Ooh, that's big. That's nice. Yeah. Is, that's more of a territory claiming thing, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Or even what resource. about plumbing pipes? Ugly plumbing pipes and like electrical cables that just float there forever. Oh, they God, gotta do yes. something about that too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, it's good though. I, I like that their head's kind of in this like house cleaning mindset. Ooh, good good way to describe it. Um, new server option. And not gonna read it because it's ridiculous, but it's in the show notes. Um, outside only unsnapped core structures will decay. And useful for those are useful for eliminating lone pillar foundation spam on. So there is going to be um, for the unofficials a little setting that you can you can do to just eliminate the lone pillar foundation spams if you run a PvP server that are unsnapped. So that that will be handy. Uh, fixed getting stuck on rocks. And geometry when <laughs> when pushed by dinos. Improvements to dinos and bodies falling through the floors. Good. Yeah. Yay. That is About so time. annoying. <laughs> yeah, when you go to sleep upstairs in your room and the next thing you know you're downstairs in the middle of the uh, kitchen. Yes. Or if you're That'd on your cool. tree platform. It would be cool if they just added, officially, a way to commit suicide, but make it where you can't commit suicide if you're in a cage. That's it. Oh. Well, they actually do have something like that. It is a mod. They have. It, is that the Death Helper? Yep. Yeah, we have so it. We got yeah. it now. Yeah, I, okay, I, cool. yeah, we'll touch on that. I like that one. Um, also, Fishing Rod now can only be crafted three times from a blueprint. And cannot be repaired. But Fishing Rod Lou quality scale has been increased by 20%. Fishing is also less likely to yield rare resources. So what do you guys think about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I had a lot of fun with the Mastercraft Fishing Rod I had. <laughs> I got a lot of really good blueprints before they fixed this. Oh, man. Yeah, the fishing is a new mechanic. And I think this is just kind of their way of bringing it back into order. I agree. I'd, I'm I'm not disagreeing with that, but I just it's kind of fun. Yeah, I was thinking, man, why you gotta limit it? <laughs> but yeah, what's the point of limiting the blueprint? I don't know, Luminin. I you know, <laughs> I don't understand that either. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just 
to me. I That makes me wonder, is this something they're going to do down the road even more? Like, blueprints are going to... Yeah, with other blueprints, like, why is the fishing rod so special and yeah. broken in this case? Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm curious now. Like, where is this going? Why are they limiting it? It's like, at first I was psyched about it. Now I'm not psyched again. Now it's like, ah, uh, I'm not going to get nothing good out of it. Why am I going to do it? Well, actually, yeah. I, I've done pretty well with it, actually. Even though they've done this, I've, I've actually still been fishing. It's still pretty good. What, no. what I'm thinking, though, is couldn't they have done something different instead of making it three uses and done? Like, just to kind of tone down those upper-level fishing rods? Make it where you have to, like, fix it or, or repair it often? Yeah, so, something. I, I just, I don't like kind of the slippery sloper going down with, with limited uses on blueprints. Well, it says it can't be repaired, and also, with the blueprint, now, they said three times I can do it, and I can let someone else have the blueprint, and they can make their three? No, the blueprint disappears once you, uh, once you make it three times. Well, you can't pass it around. No. Alright, three, three uses total. Yeah, three uses total, so, because I thought that, I thought about that too, but apparently after I made the third one, it disappeared, so. Oh, bummer. Yeah, that's... That I think uh, Xavier and I are on the same feeling of going going forward. Are they going to do this with all blueprints or some blueprints and in this fishing pose? I don't know. I guess. Well, well let's not give them any ideas. Yes, I will. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet, guys! Quick. <laughs> yeah, don't do it again or else. <laughs> no. uh, they also um, have been working on their Nvidia Ansel support. Uh, they're waiting on ARC to be added to the NVIDIA driver whitelist, and it says you'll then be able to press Alt-F2 during your single-player gameplay and generate cool specialized screenshots with a roving camera, even super-res and stereoscopic 3D VR-ready. For Ansel, recommends it 100% resolution scale... All this is, like, foreign to me now. Re resolution scaler and no motion blur those settings will tend to mess it up the wsad will be used to move the camera around in ansel mode and click drag to turn the camera i'm so, excited about this one that are are you yeah for the rp reason because we take a lot of pictures i've got currently in my steam library about 370 pictures i think or more so cool i'll post right. some of them in the uh in the discord awesome I didn't even know this was a thing. Being able to do all the different camera? Yeah, to kind of go into floating camera screenshot maker that mode. I'm, I'm definitely cool. going to have to try this out because I've got the, the NVIDIA card. I do too, yeah. And that's, it I, sounds super yeah. cool. And I'm, then the VR excited. ready too. I was just excited that Quicksilver has RP or experience. <laughs> oh, well, no, no I'm not that. I, I've only got probably about six seven eight months of it but that, I, you know, that's more than i got i'm like let's hear all of your all of your stories i'll definitely let's do that for you guys yeah, i'm excited it's always neat meeting other little facets of the game meeting other people from different areas and their experiences it's cool well i have a feeling this came from the rp community i think this is because they've been wildcard's been really keeping up with the rp people um they've actually been on our server before on one of the Sweet. servers i was on so i think because a lot of the streamers take a lot of pictures that uh, RP arc, so that's probably where this this might have uh, come out of. Excellent. Well, the center 
they have temporarily disabled the jumping puzzle reward loop for the time being. So I, I never messed with that yet. Have you, Lee? Nope. I'm just like, whatever. I wasn't interested in the jumping puzzle to begin with. Well, kind of then. Well, it's kind of one of those things if I ran across it, I'd give it a shot, but I'm not going to go out and hunt for it. Oh, okay. I have nightmares about jumping puzzles. Destiny, <laughs> that game really blew my mind with jumping puzzles. Oh, and, yeah. You know, Destiny had crazy jumping puzzles that drove you absolutely nuts, and I don't know if I want to see that or not. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. oh, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say that they disabled it on the RP server probably within, I don't know, 12 hours of it being live uh, themselves because uh, people were getting incredible amounts of loot. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so it sounds like it's more of a balance thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they added the wild, and I noticed this on the, my, my species explants. They added a wild only targeting for the um, target setting for the turrets. Yeah, that's cool. I was hoping it would be a predator only, so you wouldn't worry about shooting the herbivores that aren't going to hurt you anyway. I hope that that's something that they're going to do down the road, because I know we've talked about that before, and I'm tired of shooting innocent little trikes. The PvE, this is no difference. Right, so, it's no, it doesn't really you know, help us. Whatever. Exactly. exactly. I want herbivores or carnivores that's what i want i want a specific yeah. way i don't want trikes to get shot up on my base exactly i like trikes yep i agree and the industrial grinder now yields up to 100 items of a type per grind i guess it was it's up from 50. um may they also have made carnivores not insta harvest creatures that they kill except for not so that they don't insta harvest creatures that they kill except for the pelagornis and the bezel buffo bezel buffo as appropriate yeah that didn't last very long i was i liked it actually i liked that i could pick something up with my rg and kill it and then on the last strike it would harvest the meat yeah i guess now it's just the pelagornis and the bezel buffo and they also fixed a crash that would occur with that industrial grinder. And I put in parentheses, this is a reminder that this game is an early access, people. When you can DC, when, if you can DC when using a grinder. <laughs> because lately we, we've been getting a lot of people, you know, frustrated. They can't log in. They get kicked off. You know, and it's like they take it very personally. Like there's some little, you know, arc evil little arc raptor and they're going no you're not playing now or get out of here you know and and this is just a reminder that just running an industrial grinder can dc you so don't get so fired up about it <laughs> the game is still in production yes this is an early access game so um just uh talking on that point this past week there has been um lee's server was just supposed you know everybody thought something was wrong with the server because there was like four people that just could not log in and then they would try to log in to the island server and they could not log in and they're like well this is so weird but there's people playing on the server the mods are up to date they validated their steam files they're like we've done everything we're supposed to do we still can't get in so then what they ended up doing um 
was I found on the forums people were having to uninstall ARC and reinstall. That was fixing a lot of the problems. And also it fixed a lot of the problems for people that were having a hard time joining center servers by re um, uninstalling the DLC center and then reinstalling it. Because that would and then that fixed their problems. But there's just a reminder that so there's so many reasons why you will get errors and timeout messages and stuff and it's not ever any you know it's there's never one little rhyme or reason that goes across the board because i could be DCing for something entirely different than somebody else and i think that gets forgotten a lot of people forget that <laughs> not yeah, everybody's having the same problem yeah yeah don't blame evil, evil mr frankie it was a kick-ass island so Yes. True. I don't, my my first go to if I can't log in, like honestly, I'll just give it a little time. I'll come back a few hours later, or a day later, and then if at that point I still can't get in, maybe I'll start trying some of these other tr troubleshooting methods. But I mean, sometimes all it takes is a little bit of time. Yep. And a little bit of researching and a little bit of googling, because that's how I've learned a lot too. Is I like to to Google and go, "Am I the only one having this issue?" And then you'll find out, no, you're not. <laughs> I just run around mad in my underwear around my house. Oh, yeah. Grrrr! Yeah, watering your fig <laughs> trees, yelling at the world. I think it's all oh, my figs grown in yet. I think it's such an ultra the strictly server admin and the capital letters yell at him texting to him to find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, you, you probably could do that, but it probably would be a good idea. Luminin Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> underlord <laughs> our underlord <laughs> oh man where he is a little high pitch we'll call him the high lord I guess. <laughs> so we're, we're going to uh, jump into some PS4 news that Mr. Iron Badger I believe was um, gracious enough to uh, share with us and that was just a quick update by Jat on SurviveTheArc.com. He just said, hey, PlayStation survivors, we'd like to give our fans an update on what's happening with Arc Survival Evolved and Survival of the Fittest on the PS4 platform. This was posted this past Monday. And um, it said, in a post outlined earlier on Survive the Arc, Survival of the Fittest development on console is currently put on hold until we are able to map out a longer-term roadmap for the project. Our current focus is on the PC version of SOTF and its mod support, where it's easier for us to iterate quickly. If you'd like to read more about this decision, you can check out this announcement. So obviously the link is in our show notes, but it says, as for the PS4 release of ARC, Survival Evolved, it is currently up to Sony. We've been informed that we can't release the game on this platform until it has been finished. We would like nothing more than to make ARC available on PS4 as soon as possible, as we already have an awesome PS4 version of the game running internally. If you would like to see it sooner, please let Sony know, as it's unfortunately not our decision. Thanks very much to all ARC fans and soon-to-be survivors for your support. All the best, Wildcard Jack and the Studio Wildcard team. Have any uh, of you played? Do you play? Did you play console quick or no? No, no, I haven't. But that's a P that's that's Sony. They, they've always been like that. They don't do. Um, 
they don't do non-finished games, so that's that's kind of like their thing. I'm surprised they wouldn't do it though. It would give them a lot of business if they did, but they don't. Uh, they're not big into that. I know that from other games. Oh, okay. I can, I can see that they're protecting their name. You know. Still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you know, it's. Uh, it's just, it's just they've always done that. They, they've pretty much been the only one to say, you know what, we're not doing it until it's finished because we don't want to put something out and then have everybody come back and complain. And that is, I can understand where they're coming from because even adminning a server, like like um, our High Lord Luminan was joking about, that does happen <laughs> too. Because when things happen in the game, people automatically go to the admin like you're supposed to know how to fix it. And we're just the we're renting a server like we're we're getting the same thing happening to us so I can understand like with Sony could you imagine like that <laughs> the amount of headaches it's like they're just like no it's either done or it's not done you know I because there would be so much stuff that they would have to deal with and redirect complaints or questions or you know and then you'd get that mucky water of is it is it the console that's doing it or is it is it the um arc that's doing it because that's what we run into right now just with pc you know everybody has different pcs internet connections hardware you know there's so many things that can go wrong and there's not one answer so yeah i could see both sides it'd be really cool if ps4 was like yeah come on in but i can also see them like no why in the world would we add another possible headache you know yeah they've been reading the forums they know better they see how it's been working out on the xbox oh man yeah so there's that and um we're going to also have a there was a bit of information about the primitive plus on the xbox i believe that mr uh ba iron badger shared with us that um Quicksilver is going to cover. Yes, yeah, so this is the Primitive Plus developer's blog from Complex Minded. Howdy, survivors. I hope you're having a blast with your new primitive items. Over the past week, I have been monitoring the forums and social media taking in your feedback. Your voices have been heard. I realize this launch wasn't squeaky clean and not in the ideal place to launch the official version. Some of those arose due to the conversion to DLC, while others had already existed in the mod. It was never my intention to have someone first experience of Primitive Plus be riddled with issues and bugs. Needless to say, I've been busy in the lab making sure that I make this fun, a fun and enjoyable experience for everyone to draw from Survival Evolved resource pool directly and enable us to continue operating the title. Alrighty. <laughs> Does anybody have any thoughts on that? Or It's always hard for us PC players to really comment on... Um, Xbox stuff, so I feel weird if I even tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try it because nope. uh, some of the people I know will be listening to this podcast if I've got them interested are all Xbox players and I am not going yes. to say anything that will get me in trouble. No, but this is a great opportunity for me to also say, hey, if you play on Xbox, remember, we do need some more voices. We want your people to be heard. So <laughs> you are welcome to join us and uh, comment and, and all that jazz. <laughs> And Xavier is going to catch us up on the results of the 2016 Summer Cup. Yes, yes, we're going to dive into this. Um, SOFA, Survival uh, Arena, somebody help me break down this acronym. The SOSA. Yeah, so SOSA. Um, 
the multiplayer online survival oh, yeah, the arena. Mosa. Yeah, they, they are, <laughs> Mosa. That's are you it. drunk? <laughs> no, I only have water and gum. I, just, I forgot. Like I'm like I always it's remind like myself. It's mimosa. like it's like I know. Yeah. I say, that's how I always remember it. The mosas are like mimosas. I don't know why he said Sosa. <laughs> So, so Ark is trying to break into esports, and I think they're doing it pretty well. So, so over the past week, 31 survivors flew out to compete in the first ever Survival of the Fittest LAN tournament at uh, the China Joy Expo. The, the teams that qualified were Kitty Cats, Casper Pride, Bella Beavers, Get Out the Way, Las Banderus, Soka. Uh, okay, there's there were a lot of teams that played. I'm not going to go through all uh, 31. <laughs> you only have two go... more to go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, thir 31 teams came out to play. The top 10 were, were the eight I just mentioned, DK and ZG. Um, so these are the top teams. They they duked it out in an epic three-game series. And the top winners for the, the China Joy competition were, in third place, was DK. And they, ne they brought in $6,000. Second place was the Kitty Cats, who brought in $12,000. And first place, ZG, for $24,000. So they've got legit tournaments going on, even though the game isn't even all the way out yet. And they're really trying to kind of dip their toes into this esports market. Um, personally, I like MOBAs. If these MOSAs take off, I'll certainly keep watching those too. It's, it's a lot of fun, and just kind of the coordination and the teamwork that guys do is incredible. Um, I know we mentioned a little bit in, in the, one of the previous podcasts, but if you've got some spare time, watch a few rounds of this, because what these guys do with the arc mechanics is pretty impressive. And I did include the link that they said that if you did not get to check um, this out, the, the Summer Cup, they do have uh, highlight streams over at their Twitch channel. Yeah, so so you'll see some of the highlights from the tournament as well. It's, it's great. Awesome. Um, we also have a little bit of info on the Survive the Ark is now, one of the big, bigger announcements was it is now a part of Ark. So Survival of the Fittest is now being housed underneath ARK now. So when you purchase ARK Survival Evolved, you will also have Survival of the Fittest. And um, one of the statements that they made, it was quite a lengthy article. So obviously we took out portions and the entire article link is in the show notes. But um, uh, one of the statements said, as we look to the future of Survival of the Fittest, we came to a decision. Survival of the Fittest will be brought back internally as part of ARK Survival Evolved package. For technical functionality, it will still exist as its own application, and everyone who has thus far played the game will continue to be able to play it without having to own ARK Survival Evolved. But going forward, it will be considered part of the ARK Survival Evolved product group. And they did. They went down to list exactly what brought them to this decision. So um, I included a few of those main reasons that were behind their decision. Is uh, the development kit said that with the release of the development kit being that it was the main, it was the main reason for bringing back the survival of the fittest internally. That they had wondered how to release the kit without any restrictions on the content and licensing, allowing the Survival of the Fittest modders to freely take all of the content from Survival Evolved as they wished. 
And also, they wanted to ensure that modders would have freedom when working with the kit to create the mods that they wanted to see in Survival of the Fittest. They said that it was more important to them than any other reason. And to accomplish it, they had to bring Survival of the Fittest back into the Survival Evolved product. So does that make sense to you guys? Is so from what I understand, Survival of the Fittest used to be free and you could download it and play it without buying and, and paying for the game arc. Yeah. And it sounds like what they've done now is they've kind of rolled this up into the arc package. When you buy Arc Survival Evolved, you'll get Survival of the Fittest with it. Yeah. But if you were one of the lucky ones to download it while it was still free, you're grandfathered in. You can still play yeah. it for free. You don't need to buy Arc. So I, I, I think this makes sense for them because survival of the fittest is pretty much like um way better than a demo it shows a lot of them a lot of the main mechanics and stuff and i'm afraid what they're thinking is that a lot of people will get into survival of the fittest and never actually buy their game because it's pretty much the same thing yeah yep they don't want yeah. to uh, no. play yeah, well, and, and that's another part I like about this is because, I mean, they, they could have done the, the in-game app purchases, and I'm glad they avoided it because, I mean, maybe I'm just a little old school here, but, I mean, I just want to buy a game. I don't want them to be, like, you know, nickel and diamond me every time I want to get, like, armor quicker or base better. Yes. Like, I, I don't want that. So right. I'm, I'm liking the route that they took. Pay to and win. That, yeah, and that goes right into... Um, it's good that you mentioned that because um, expenses were another big reason why and they said that when a game like survival of the fittest is made free to play there are still expenses and this can range from development work server costs running of tournaments prizes and of course the opportunity cost and so to ensure that survival of the fittest would remain a success and a sound choice wildcard would play developer they stated that they would have to learn how to monetize a free game notoriously through the use of an in-app purchase such as skins or other cosmetics and they also stated that ultimately it's clear that this is not who we are we like to make games and to make the gameplay fun we don't know much about the monetization and quite frankly we aren't interested in hiring an economics team to take over that process it is much more in our and your best interest for wildcard to solely focus on the development of the game. I agree. Um, it says we just aren't cut out for free-to-play mechanics. So that that really says a lot right there. Um, and it goes hand in hand with like you what you're just saying, Xavier. I just want to buy a game and play it. I don't want to have to pay, keep paying, you know, so. And another thing about that is I always hate games that end up being pay to win. Somebody else had mentioned that. and. There's a handful of games out there that, like, if you sink enough money into it, you can beat anybody's butt. It doesn't matter. Right. And and I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Like, it's okay if it's cosmetic, and I'm like, that's fine if you want to pay to look cool. But even that, I I just like I want to pay for your game. Focus on the game. Stop asking me for money. I think cosmetic things are cool, and I'm and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with pay to look cool. That's a model that I don't mind because if you want to add some more skins, you need to make an extra couple of bucks to like make a few more adjustments to the game. That's cool. That's a nice way of doing it, and you get to have cool skins. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that too. You know, customization stuff as long as it doesn't affect the game, you know, stat wise or anything. If they did that though, like right now, 
Um, they would, there's mods out there that I think it, it just, I guess because, you know, we've mentioned in the past that they seem to have their, you know, too many, um, hands in the pie or too many irons in the fire, you know, and I think I like this way because the, the route they're going is because maybe they're realizing that they don't want to have to now figure out how to monetize their game. They don't want to have to add yet another department to their, their, their company. And then they'd have to have like a skin designer and all this stuff there were in cosmetic stuff and they'd have to go in that route. And maybe where they're at right now, that just would be too much, you know, cause it does seem like they're starting to realize this and they're reeling in a little bit when it comes Maybe. to the consoles and even now when it comes to how they at first were approaching the survival of the fetus. So I can totally understand this because this is kind of what we've been talking about. Any thoughts? Maybe it's what they need though because every survival looks the same. It's kind of boring. They have the same hand cut, the same thing. But I mean, officially there should be a way to look different. Yeah, you shouldn't, shouldn't need mods to make your character look unique. Yeah, that is that is definitely one thing they need to work on is is being able to change your player completely so that it doesn't look. The, I mean, because you can only, there's only so many iterations you can do right. to make your player look different. Oh, and they're and, horrible, especially and, if you're and, a female. Oh yeah, the females they're the worst. Um, but <laughs> in and out of game. Well, Dirty no, girls. No, I wasn't saying that. Yeah, get out of here, Xavier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm wondering if that's just because, like, at this point right now, there that's not, um, um, uh, that's not, like, a, a high priority. But I really hope that before they release fully, that, yeah, they do give us a little more loving in the whole <laughs> character creation aspect. So especially with RP, you know, that's a big thing. You know, it's not like you just throw together a long guard, long armed, skinny neck person and you guys tend to role players put more effort into their appearance. Oh well we kinda have to because I mean with the very uh, static things we're given to work with, you kinda have to. That's why I'm glad the modders at least are out there, cute hair, you yes. know, things of that nature and stuff like that. It's good to have because it's the only way you can really differentiate your characters. And I mean, because we're not, we don't use name tags. So oh, wow. okay. you're not allowed to know somebody unless you actually have met them in game. Wow. So that's that is awesome. one of the, that is one of the RP things. Not everybody follows it, I mind you, but that's for discussion for another time. But right. I'll go over that as we go along. But yeah, that, it's, it's, it's something that we definitely, they definitely need to do is be able to change it like all other games. Like even Seven Days to Die, you can change your character. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's, you know, I definitely think that'd be good to do. Awesome. Okay, and we have some center love-ins. Mr. Ben Burkhart at Evil Mr. Frank is just, you know, given that center server, the center map, a nice work over. And he tweeted out, spent a considerable amount of time over the weekend redoing all of the cloud and weather systems for the center. So have you guys noticed any Lee when you're out trolling around? I haven't really server? noticed much of a difference so far. <laughs> Jeez, he's doing it all for nothing. Yeah, what a it's shot. not like, I mean, the thunderstorms pretty much look the same. I didn't really pay all that much attention to the cloud detail before. So Man, on... the clouds in this picture look amazing. 
it has that red sky look. You know, oh, yeah. it's, it looks really cool. It's yeah. about 3 what o'clock a shot. in the afternoon in right now. I so, know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 15.05. What do you know? That was a pretty good guess. What a shot. No right? scent of love. No, no scent of love. <laughs> it's like the island is a black and white cookie. It's good. It's nice. But then the center is like a red velvet cupcake with that beautiful cream cheese frosting on the top. <laughs> good job, Bo. Now I'm ready for a cupcake. You're a poet, yeah, you know, right? <laughs> I know, and where's our cupcakes? You're on a cupcake <laughs> thing tonight. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want cupcakes now. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Moving on to our main topic of the show. I thought it was a funny topic. I like, um, I've often done on um, other shows that I've done uh, with guildies and stuff. Like, I love hearing the crazy stories of the type of, um, people that you run into in games so i went to survivethark.com and i posted this question i'm looking to share feedback on our rated arc podcast about what type of fellow survivor behavior really drives you nuts and how do you survive them so we had like over 21 replies so i don't know have you guys had a chance to go through and read any of those yeah, some of these are pretty funny, actually. Pretty yeah, a handful. <laughs> All right, well, who wants to get started and pick out their favorite one and read it? So. Uh, I can go, if you'd like, um, from D1NK, the wannabe alpha PvE tribe. The people who think they're King Shark on the server because they're the most vocal. Doesn't matter that you are pumping out 300-plus breeds. Their 210 born are better because... And have the friends read Click or Fan Club to back them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one that jumped out, I think it jumped out at Lee and I when we were reading through these two, was the Nova Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one I was like, whoa, this guy's got an axe to grind. <laughs> I know, right? You could tell either this player has been around for quite a while, which I'm thinking they have because they, they have a lot of uh, forum reputation, it looks like, um, in a lot of posts on the SurviveDark.com. So they're really deep, and and I think that's why you can really sense their passion, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> in this post because they they kind of reminded me of me because I went down and like labeled as I was going with mine. I'm like, oh my god, I could write like a book on this. This is so funny. But um, they're like my biggest pet peeves go in the direction of unofficial server owners and and or admins. At the moment, servers are reminiscent of the old days with the MUDs, and everyone thinks they can run a server successfully. Sadly, there is an ever-increasing number of duds. Why? So then they went on, they said, owners or admins, and in some capacities, tribe owners can similarly fall into some of these categories. And I'll just skim over some of the, their main ones. Um, they said, oh, number one, do not know the game or the management features or settings. There's a gaming news site with their media manager running news and vids on the game from their server that easily exemplifies this. They don't even know the basic AI or game mechanics at, at times, and it's embarrassing to see them thinking that they do. Uh, so as many server owners just copy settings and mod sets of other owners without understanding what they're doing or what or doing causing all a manner of issues and re usually resulting in no one ever playing on their server. Two, they don't understand how to balance their settings. 
small 10 and 20 slot servers that barely have five players showing up at any given time running settings geared towards large groups of players when their settings should be geared towards single player solo considerations does that make sense to you guys yeah yeah i mean he's articulate and he makes points. what i don't understand i don't think that there is really a i guess i've never said oh there's only 10 or 20 people on here um I, my settings need to be geared towards like i guess i don't really see how settings are geared towards the amount of players i i agree with the page on a foes book i think the server settings are on the type of server you're running whether it's pvp or pve or rp you know i i could see where that made more sense i just i didn't ever look at it like oh i only have five people on like what settings should you run if you have only five people on your server yeah that, I, that doesn't make any sense i i don't i, I think he's a little uh, over stating it a little bit because yeah, I, mean, I just thought this makes no sense <laughs> i could understand maybe said i don't know settings i don't really think settings and number of players really go hand in hand so i was no, kind I mean, of lost on that i don't agree with him i just i understand his point that he's trying to make it just oh, okay. doesn't it doesn't like i don't know it doesn't matter to me i don't think you know your settings have any effect on the type number of players that you have or vice versa just oh, as long yeah. as it's not official that's all right call. exactly yep oh and i said having 20 plus mods yet not realizing that many are redundantly doing the same thing now my dog is wrapping herself in my cord of my, my <laughs> he's trying to commit headphones. suicide oh my god get out of here she's so afraid of thunderstorms and there's like thunder so now she's like wrapping herself in my headset cord and i just know it's an hour time before she like pulls out my computer <laughs> so. oh i wish it was a thunderstorm here i need to oh. cool down oh yeah it's been really hot here too but this dog is crazy yeah so it's not having 20 plus mods not really realizing that many of them are redundant doing the same thing as other mods just gumming up the load of the server I could understand that. Like, I, I know that we all think about what mods are putting on and we don't want to duplicate stuff. You know, like when we had, we had the industrial grinder mod on and then, then Wildcard came out with their own. We're like, hmm, does it really, need, we don't need two industrial grinders now, you know? Um, plus the other one kind of went all wonky and none of the stuff worked with the other stuff. So it was kind of a pain, but um, also some are, some are never around. Given how frequently there there are updates and fixes, especially in the context of mods, not seeing an admin or owner able to apply those and make servers playable at all is a bad thing. I completely agree. It's a lot yeah. to keep up on. It's a tough job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Especially when you work, you know, 50 hours a week yeah. or more. Yeah. One yep. thing that's been my friend is Archon. Uh, I'm able to do it from wherever. I've been driving. Um, and people that do play, some of the people that have played on my server, I basically will pull over, restart the server, boom, yep. and put the notes in, save the world, keep going. But I tell them, I said, look, I can't always do that. I mean, I do have a, a job and a real life yeah. and whatnot. So, I mean, you know, kind of have to. So I set a time that things will be, um, you know, updated and whatnot, just so that everybody knows. So there's not a, there's not a lag, you know, with uh, communication. That's the big key. That, yeah, that's that's true. We rely a lot on our Discord channel too, like our Discord group, to or our Steam. Um, I have a Steam app on my phone that helps. 
if you can like give everybody on the server a heads up or like some time to get to a safe place before you you pull the plug and reset yeah it's a pain there's a lot mm-hmm. I uh, agree. this is uh the nagging mother hens not a small not a small number of server owners constantly mother hen the server players or otherwise changing things constantly putting in and removing mods every day causing frequent downtime constantly trying to give you input on where you should build what you should tame how you should do it instead of letting the player do as they please coming around painting all of your dinosaurs or buildings because they think it's funny schizophrenic level paranoia with regards to each and every single player <laughs> this this po- oh, poster man they know they have been through the ringer, it sounds like. <laughs> They've been through the ringer. Um, so this also becomes worse if they friend you on Steam and then they constantly nag you on there. <laughs> oh my god. I get is, I've oh. gotten Steam naggers before and it's kind oh. of a pain in the ass, but Yeah. I, hate- I don't know that any of us are actually mother hen admins, so No. No, I pretty much let them whatever they want to do, I don't care. I'm just- yeah. We have our basic rules that we make known when you join, and after that, like yeah, you know, follow them or die. Don't build on the don't build, <laughs> yeah, don't build on herbivore island because there's metal and that's a place for a lot of lobbies to do. Don't build on Carno because that's where you can go and get some Carno action, and don't build on the volcano because that's where you get your metal. But other than that, not. but that Carno seems action. to be yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Now there's dying. Never mind. Um, going in, it says uh, number five. <laughs> Nepo- <laughs> My mind was just getting ready to just dive over it. Yeah. Uh, nepotistic and troll owners. It, this would be horrible. I this would be horrible to be on a server like this. It says in conjunction with number four. Frequently, the mother hens are also one of these. These folks give their friends special or special click. Any and all advantages, be it PvE or PvP, yet have a secondary set of rules, often draconian, in which they inflict upon the rest of the server population. Owners spawning wild aggressive dinos into your base for giggles, removing parts of your base to let in others who want to raid you, or demolishing your base on a PvE server because their friend wanted to expand or build a base where you are. And so, so much more. Essentially, they don't realize this just turns the server into a ghost town looking for a place to happen. That is horrible. Yeah. I, I that's, think... That sounds like a power trip gone wrong. Oh my god, that's horrible. This sounds like a 10-year-old running the server. You know, sounds like... I'm surprised like, that they would have like anybody playing on that server very long. Oh man, that'd be horrible. Have any of you guys ever played on a server like that? No. Thankfully, yeah. no. The... The worst server I've played on, like, with admin-wise, was just neglect, and that's fine as long as everything keeps updating. Right. Man, this is a nightmare. That, oh. Six was advertising and used card card salesmen. Constantly spamming forums with ads for their server, including going into other people's adverts, setting up incentives and click link buttons to bump votes daily on sites that do listings, setting up microtransaction sales for real money on third-party sites to spawn you things you want in-game, and on PvP making it pay to win. What? I didn't even know this was a thing. Advertising one thing, but serve advertising one thing but server is entirely different with settings wiping every week the server to advertise fresh wipe x date regardless of the desires of the server wow that that's craziness 
Did, have you ever witnessed this? No. No, yeah, it's it sounds like most of these servers wouldn't last very long. Oh I have. Oh my god. I have witnessed. I was on a server where a guy had a website set up and you could buy dinos. And it was what? PvP too. Oh on my a PvE, god. I could see that kind of getting away because who cares, right? Yeah. But for PvP, where you're going to attack players with these like level 200 on spawn dinos that are going to go up to level 300 and like, change, it was ridiculous. Right. I wound up leaving the server just because you, you know, there was a bunch of people that were paying to win and it was silly. Yeah, that would be just pointless. And we were just talking about how pay to win is not the way to go. Right. Right. And then wipers and closers was their their final one. Up and wiping or closing a server without notice to the player so they can at least move things to single player or another server that allows it any of nostalgia, etc. to them. One server I know announced at least they would wipe the server, but did so so early, almost six months so, that it was almost a ghost town by the time the wipe came about and the subsequent return has been very small because they also designed to change settings for the worse from the previously used to be settings by those that had been waiting goes in conjunction with number one and two <laughs> wow i give this poster yeah this poster has sounds like they have experienced a lot of different kinds of uh nightmares so craziness <laughs> did you guys have um any of the other posts that stood out to you that you wanted to share I guess not. Nope. All right. Well, we had pieces of our own uh, little thoughts on the matter. So, um, Lee, did you want to get us started on what you, what your, your blah, blah, blah. Apparently, I have a brain fart right now. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> what do the, you have to say, Lee? <laughs> the worst bad behavior for me is thieving. I can't stand people who just go around to take stuff. You know, they just see something they want and they help themselves to it, especially on a server where all the other people are so generous that they'd give you anything you asked for to begin with. It just drives me crazy. There's no call for it. Um, did... I just read a whole bunch so I could read mine after someone reads theirs, but uh, Fo, what was yours? Oh, I hate the players and like, it seems like on every PvP official server I would go on, there was always be a tribe and and you would hook up with people and there's always those players that like kiss the alpha tribes butt and are afraid to have any confrontation with said alpha tribe to the point of where you know they're telling these people what to do how to do it how to play and it's like really is this how you want to play the game listening to other people to, to like tell you how to play you know what i mean and these people will just sit there and just be afraid of the alphas and listen and just you'll try and do things and they'll be like no you can't do that because the alpha won't allow this no you can't do that because the alpha will come in and raid blah 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 and i'm like dude i don't let people tell me what like what to do in real life let alone in this game right I can identify with that. You know, it just gets a little sick. Like, you know, we had we had a member, and like every time we went to do something, he was always just like so nervous. He's like, "Oh, you can't do that because then they're gonna come in and and um, raid us." I'm like, "Yeah, so what? It's part of the game." Right. 
You're like, that is why we're on a why PvP Why are you playing server. PvP? Exactly. <laughs> what do you do? Like, go PvE then, dude, if you don't want to have any kind of problems. Yep. Our High Lord Luminin had um, a little bit to say. Do you even wiki, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please take your foot off his balls. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he had an industrial accident today. What was that, High Lord Luminin? He had an industrial accident today. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheese so grater guys, accident. Have you guys ran into anybody like that? Do you even, even wiki, bro? Like... Have you ran into anybody that that's I don't I guess I don't know entirely how he's referring to that like is it the person that asks all the questions and you're like why don't you just go look it up or is it the person's like that's like I know everything I am the wiki you know so I don't know I guess it could be either way I think it's just people ask you questions all the time and look it up yourself I'm not your dictionary I'm not your encyclopedia <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> I can't, right. I can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> it's so hard to keep a straight face around, around old goon. So, Xavier, um, anything off the top of your head of listening to these stories? is I know that you're fairly new. Have Do you have anything to add? And not really. I mean, I solo play more often than not. Uh-huh. So, so I really don't run into a lot of too many different personality types. Um... So, I mean, typically, I'm just happy to be hanging around with people. I'm, I'm laid back anyway, so it's it's hard to kind of get under my nerves. Oh, the, Larry the Trike, doesn't, he's not like the drama llama on your server. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never heard of a drama llama before. Oh, man. Yeah. How about you, hey. Quicks? Oh, go ahead, uh, High Lord. High Lord oh. Luminin. Xavier just does a lot of self-loathing in his own game. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quicksilver, you've uh, you said you've played on RP um, servers predominantly. Do you have any um, stories to add in? Um, I could tell you there's one type of of, of uh, person that I can I loathe more than anything is a power gamer, someone who wants to suck you into their RP, forcing you to do what they want you to do to go with their story. Oh. Uh, we've had a few people do that and. You know, in RP, yes, it's it's not scripted, so obviously it's all improv. But I mean, you know, you got some guys out there that like to come in and they like to. This is my story, and you're going to play along with me whether you like it or not. Oh wow! Um, and not they don't say that, but that's you know that's, that's basically the what they're doing in RP. And I mean, in our in an RP server, you can't go out of character, so basically you kind of have to play along with this or you just walk away which is what i do oh I just, my like, god i've actually sold people i was like yeah oh yeah yeah you go go with your story there i'm just gonna get my bird here i'm out so you have fun and Peace. I, you know, i'll take off you know you're like but, uh, oh my god that would be nuts yeah so there, there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on but that's one of the things i can't stand is power gamers you know don't don't come to me with your story telling me this i'm gonna do something <laughs> like i've literally said that you know but i have to do it in character Right. Technically, I'm not supposed to go out of character, so I'm just like, yeah, bro. You know, I got I got a lot of stuff to do, so you have fun with that. I'm out. Yeah. And I just I leave. So you just land there, and they're like, and now Quicksilver will be rubbing my feet. <laughs> You're like, um, bye. Quicksilver will be pulling out his gun and going, "What was that? 
<laughs> oh, that would be so crazy. I guess I never thought about that. It, yeah, that's that's pretty. Uh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Yes. <laughs> that could go so many. That could go so many ways. Oh let me my just God. say it. But I won't say on the podcast because it's not appropriate. No. Right. Uh, well, I wrote a novel because that's how I do. I started going and I'm like, oh my god, and oh my god, and oh my god. So um, I said I could write a book on all the crazy personalities that we run into in gaming, let alone with playing art. But here are a few that stand out for me so far. Number Prepare one. Prepare to be entertained. <laughs> number one was to control freaks and know-it-alls. They hover over, and I've experienced a lot of these things. They hover over your base to see if you've been there. To see if your animals have moved. Count how many times that you have not replied to their constant demands for your location in global chat. Where are you? Where are you? You know, oh, why are you building there? Why are you wearing that gear? They are the type of player who sees you have logged on and flies right to your house to harass you. Your dinos aren't high enough level. You need more compost bins. Why are you using a Fioma instead of a beetle? If you say a dino is brown, they will say it is dark tan. Many times they have more time to play the game and get mad when no one is around when they are on, as if we signed a contract to play the same hours they play. When you do log in, it is as if they feel you are their personal play toy and have to accompany them on whatever they are doing at that time or, or else. If you tell them no, be ready to hear about it later with passive-aggressive snarky comments in the future. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god, it happens. They're like, oh, I would have went and done this, but so-and-so doesn't want to go with me. You know, oh my god, it's horrible. You're so, a bad oh friend. Yeah, I know, right? You'll hear that. So I said, my advice, because when I put this out, I did add my advice. My advice, ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> or like Quicksilver said, fly away on your bird. Um, they only have power over you if you let them. You are here to have fun, not to work for them. M make them happy or hold their hand. So that was my, my advice. Then there's the martyr. They spam global. I have X amount of X I'm giving away to those who want it. Here, have this free gear. Have this free meat. No, take it. Take it now. I love giving stuff to people. It is one of my favorite things to do in this game. Then one week later, why does nobody want to play with me? I'm so lonely. I do so much for this server and I get no recognition. I gave Bob 27 pieces of free meat. <laughs> And now he won't even help me tame this bronco. I gave you my 24 Demorphodons. <laughs> oh my god. I give to everyone everything and no one will drop what they are doing to bring me a few narco berries. I'm leaving the server. Do you hear me? I'm leaving. Hello, anyone? I said, I feel so bad for these people because they are genuinely want to fit in, but they suck the fun out of the game for me. The constant need to be needed is a thirsty fickle beast. I said, <laughs> I said, my advice, you can try to appoint them to a position on the server or the tribe, and it will work for a while. But sooner or later, even that won't quench their thirst. They will be singing the same song and dancing the same dance. I said, my advice, do what you can to treat them with fairness and respect and kindness, but do not let them consume your entire gameplay. You will be hiding on other servers and feel afraid to log in if you let them tread on you for too long. You will do this out of guilt because they seem so nice, but they drive you nuts. <laughs> Have any of you guys ran into these kind of personality types yet? 
Mm, uh, one, but I, he's not with us any longer. Oh, right. There's probably a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I've ran into personality types in the past where, like, they're trying to be too nice. And, uh -huh. like, I like people want to be nice. Like, I, I get it. But at the same time, like, most of the time you just kind of want to do your own thing. And, like, it's like, no, please don't give me a quest. I want to tame my own quest. Like, like right. you know, get some more satisfaction from it. So, like... It's okay to be nice. It's another thing to be pushing stuff into people's face that you be just because you want to give it to them, not because they want it. Right. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take the quets. You know, I hate taming anything. Actually, I've bought most of my animals on all my <laughs> because I just I am not into taming. But uh, so, uh, but yeah, I've run into a few of these too. Yeah, but that, that's, I mean, yeah, if you want it, definitely be that nice guy and get it. Like, you find somebody who wants stuff, go ahead and get it for him. But, I mean, if somebody's just kind of like, no, I'm, I want to do my own thing, and you give it to him anyway, that's it's, that's not the way to do it. Right, yeah, because that, that will affect your gameplay. Because sometimes, like, with Quetzes, people think, and we I know we've um, touched on it before, where it can speed up a person's, if they are, like, you're new, new. And if somebody gave you a quest, it's like, oh, you went right from crawling to driving. Like, there was no walking in there. <laughs> there was no walking yeah, in there. Absolutely, yeah. And you feel kind of robbed of the yeah. entire experience. I agree. Yeah, I was like, you want to, you want to climb your way up that ladder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I can understand with you, Quick, because when you are starting on another server, you've done that. It's an old hat. Give me my dinosaurs. You know, like... That's that's just as true too, obviously. I was about to say that. I'm about to say like, I've been through this rodeo a million times. Right. If I'm new on a server and you want to give me something to help me out, I'll take it. I'll yeah. I'll take a new dino. Oh, yeah. yep. Just to just to help me get started. I think it's also healthy to receive. I'm kind of like I I find that in the past I've always been more of a modest player. Like oh no, don't want to take a present because I've had those creepy weirdos that give you presents and then they expect you to you know stop what you're doing and fly across the place to bring them five narco berries. You know what I mean? Like they almost do it like an Omi thing. Like oh yeah, I, oh, yeah. See, I don't I don't go system. by that. Yeah, I don't go by that because when I give something to somebody, I give it to them just because I want to give it to them. It's going to help them. I don't expect anything back. So right. if someone gives me something and you need five narco berries, I'm sorry, dude. I'm not coming across the island to give you five narco berries. <laughs> Even though you just gave me this like, new quets, I'm still not doing it. So come and repo the quets because yes. I'm not doing it. Exactly. <laughs> that quets ain't worth five narco berries. I will drown this thing right now. I'll go in the water and just drown it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're like you'll get your narco berries in quets heaven you know <laughs> god what quets the one i just killed yes. oh yeah don't worry about it it's all good <laughs> oh my god um all right my next uh my next personality was the power hungry they land on the server and start out nice and friendly. They keep to themselves. Then after a week, they start to get more vocal and complain. If they attend a server event, they have to complain the whole time about how it's done and how it should be done this way and that way. They like to spar with anyone in charge in the hopes they will somehow alpha anyone in charge and slide into rank as if we were a pack of wolves. They like to remind people that they are a leader and they have led many things and they have the personality of a dog turd, so they have no <laughs> one to lead and that angers them. <laughs> they like to smile to your face and talk behind your back. As in my advice is don't be threatened by them because they are threatened by you or they wouldn't be trying to overthrow you. 
I see this as sort of a competition as I see this sort of competition as a huge insecurity, a personality flaw on their end. And if you let them get you mixed up in their thirsty behavior, they will drag you both down with them. Keep your head high, keep trucking. They will try to get you fired up to use it to their advantage. The best reaction is to give them no reaction. They are not worth it. Have you guys ran into the power hungry people? Again, one, but one? not with us yeah. any longer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me feel much better being on the island now. Yeah. They're no longer there, believe us. Yeah. Cut that. Cut it. Um, the nitpicker. They have played on the server for weeks. Now, this is stuff that I've... It's not like I. this all is on my server. Or, no, I've played on multiple servers. Um, this is the first time that I've ran one. I've obviously been a tribe leader in another, and I've been tribe members, and I played on you know multiple servers. So when you listen to me talk about this, and if you're on our server, don't think I'm talking about you. This is my arc experience for almost you know going on a year now. So they, as I the nitpicker, they have played on the server for weeks. Then all of a sudden they stub their toe and log in and they're angry about everything. The server settings that they used to play with all of a sudden annoy them. Nothing makes them happy. They will focus on the teeny tiny inconvenience in a survival game instead of the fun they should be having. They like to talk about how things should be or could be better. They will share, I used to play on this server and it was like blah blah blah. If I ran a server it would be like blah blah blah. They should change this blah blah blah. They are always part of the problem, but never part of the solution. <laughs> there is a difference between helpful suggestions that normal islanders have, and then the constant river of QQ these type of islanders have. <laughs> so, yeah. My advice, GTFO. Let these people die on the vine. Meaning, stop feeding them, and they will sh either shut up or move on, or both. And that's a win-win. So, -win. <laughs> 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 of course... You can just tell them if they are so unhappy to GTFO to get out of here. Um, they will never be happy and they will make you miserable trying to make them happy. So, I'm really glad you threw this one in here because out of all the player types we've mentioned tonight, this is probably my biggest pet peeve. It's a game. If you're not having fun, just GTFO. Like, yes. I, like why are you complaining? Like, either fix it or shut up. I don't care. Go away. Like, oh, it, yes. it, it, this is my biggest gamer type pet peeve. That's the thing, yeah. This, th believe me, no matter what game you play, you're gonna run into some of these personalities. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. And they do, they suck the fun. They're fun suckers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not the good not kind of good fun way. suck. <laughs> <laughs> fun suckers was the name of my band in high school. Uh, was it really? <laughs> No, it's just no man, I'm like, oh, that, that, that is cool hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just roll with it, man. Just roll with it. <laughs> you should name uh, one of your dinos the fun sucker. Yeah, Any now problem. I am. Now that's going to happen. <laughs> and then next was the parasite. Speaking of big... sucking on things. What's... Oh, yeah. oh my god, so true. Speaking of sucking on things. <laughs> Xavier. Um... The Parasite. They have big dreams of running their own server or tribe, so they join yours to lead away to their server or tribe, to lead people away to their server or tribe. They want all the hard work done for them, but none of the headache. 
These types can be smelled from a mile away. They are very much like the cliche politician type. They will stroll in, kiss a couple babies for photo ops, they will hand out some dinos, and they will start to plant seeds of discord quietly behind the scenes, hoping to overthrow the server of the tribe and run off to create their own utopia with your old pals. <laughs> Isn't I... I have seen this done. It never works, and if it does, it doesn't last. <laughs> if they had the talent to pull it off, they wouldn't have to steal what you got going on to begin with. So, have you guys ever saw the parasite? Has a parasite creeped up in your bed at night and, you know, no. no. I love the name of this one, the parasite. <laughs> the parasite. <laughs> it's, it's so very true, ominous. Man. It's so true. I've had this happen. I've seen it happen in tribes. There was this one dude who never wanted to be the tribe leader. Like he would say, I don't want to be the tribe leader, but he was always in the tribe leader's ear trying to control the tribe leader. He didn't want any blood on his hands. He wanted the tribe leader pretty much to be his fall guy. He wanted all of the glory of like, of telling people what to do or making these, these changes and these rules. But yet, when the tribe leader would do it, he would go behind the tribe leader's back and be like, oh, can you believe he's doing this? He was playing both sides, and it was so toxic. I felt so bad. The tribe ended up obviously breaking apart. And then that guy, the tribe leader was so nice that the that those two ended up opening up their own server where that guy did the same thing, but on a grander scale. It was It was just tragic. It was horrible. Kind of reminds me of Jafar, like the evil counselor. <laughs> oh, very, yes. Very much the, the parasite is very much can be the evil counselor. Especially if they try to pull off an entire parasitic, you know, approach to the thing where they actually succeed in stealing and moving. It's A it's, parasitic yeah. overthrow? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we have all kinds of new names this round. Alright, so there's my next dinosaur, parasitic <laughs> overthrow. <laughs> So do you guys have anything to add to um, this topic? Yeah, if we need to, uh, as Anthony goes down the list of everybody in here, and place us in one of those categories. No, here's, I don't think any of us roll into those categories, honestly, because we probably wouldn't still be hanging around, like yeah. Leah's pointed out, you know? Yeah, it sounds like those that have fit in the category have kind of died on the vine. Died on the vine. <laughs> Fortunately, my experience with servers has been very limited. Just, I've always been with this gaming group, so I haven't really had to experience any of those people except there was one person and he combined the traits of two of those categories. Right. That guy. And he's gone now. And it's, you know, whatever. It's a much yeah. better place to play. Yeah, I've only been with this server, and that guy, I think there's one that maybe if I was stealing stuff all the time, following stuff, and fall asleep in your base and be there for days. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd fall asleep outside your base naked with bunny ears on. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this one would borrow your stuff and never bring it back. It's just creepy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I know this one guy who sucks the blood out of all of the islanders if he finds them laying around. <laughs> hey, they're in the open, they're open. 
<laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Right. Exactly. If I find your body laying on the ground. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, I think Green Rock, uh, one of our posts, pretty much nailed an overall thing. They said, overall, the hardest survivor for them to deal with are those who lack compassion for other players. Usually they come in with a, it's just a game attitude, who have their fun at the expense of others, who love to be hated. And they said, I have not had a successful way with dealing with them. Many of, many of us have been unsuccessful. And they said that currently they're suffering through a group of at least four of them on a PVE server who are just racking up the reports against them by the rest of the server and as they wait for Wildcard to come in and ban them. This group comes with a we know how to PVP on a PVE server attitude as they take advantage of the game glitches to make everyone else miserable. They love to be hated. So it just sounds like this Green Rock is just dealing with a bunch of trolls on an official server waiting for some relief. So that they turn on and off generators and fabricators until they run out of fuel. What? No. That's crazy. Oh. Wow. Ooh, that's actually messed up. That is totally messed up. They drag tribe mates' bodies into cages and ask their tribe mates for ransom. They have an account. They We have a counteract that... I shall not share in public, but they are still actively doing it as far as they know. They have stolen from unlocked storage pieces that were unlocked for players that they trust to use. And now they have to keep them locked. And they are passive aggressive and redirect blame to us and try to guilt trip us. Um, they've had to hide all server chat and go to therapy. They said, I've had to hide all server chat and go to therapy to get help since I am mentally incapable of ignoring it. I imagine it could really wow. cause an anxiety. I, what is some advice um, that you guys could give Green Rock? Well, handling if, a tribe mate, if a tribe mate locked me in a cage and asked me for ransom, <laughs> I, all right, I would give them the ransom just to get myself out of the cage, and I will handcuff them and fill them with stone and leave them in the back of a cave somewhere and they will never ever be freed <laughs> on that server again. It would be my job to feed them every single day and they would just stay there handcuffed, filled with stone. You could leave them be for five full hours without having to feed them and they would just sit there. And I that's like it. And that's that. it. And every day you go in there and cut off a toe. <laughs> every day go in there, give him some meat, knock him out, give him some meat, and just keep him there filled with stone as a little statue right in my living room. I would have a fireplace. I would sit down on the <laughs> chair by the fireplace as they're in the corner just like watching me go about my game. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, yeah. I'm reading further um, down um, that this player has chose to stop playing on that server because of them and they said it wasn't an easy choice but they're doing it as they wait for wildcard to ban them and that they hope that they will and they said that they have had um a couple episodes um i they they have um asperger's and it said that it they've had several meltdowns twice because of them and i can't imagine that this can because as, up at us as gamers you know you do go in to have a game and you do go in to play but you do forget that everybody is not just like you and not everybody enjoys that kind of behavior in a game and not everybody is coming into that game 
with the same playing field, you know? You what what I don't a- like, yeah, I, it's one of the lines that they used was, was that the, this a-hole tribe, kind of, or these a-hole folks came in with kind of the attitude, it's just a game. And that's one of my favorite lines, it is just a game, don't take it too seriously, they're digital pixels. And I think most of us understand that, but it's just a game, but the other people you're playing with, they're real people. Right. And you've got to remember that too, like yes, it's just a game, but at the same time, like, treat these digital people the same way with the same common courtesy you would a regular person right. because because while it's just a game the people are real these aren't npcs you're you're messing around with yeah exactly yep and you don't you don't know that and that speaks a lot about a person's character when they take it to that and i i subscribe to <laughs> i would do totally what Poe's saying but because in order to defeat an asshole, sometimes you have to be one. So, um, and sometimes you can have fun if this person is deserving of your assholishness. And I would love to add dodos, d- infected disease dodos to your story, Po. Because what is so, <laughs> I would like an unconscious coughing person. Because it's just the noising. Or, or keep them locked in a room with infected dodos where every time they log in, they're coughing and snotting all over themselves because that noise gets so annoying. <laughs> You're like, damn it, I log in and I'm still hacking and they can't move, they can't leave. There's just green yeah. blowing dodos walking around and you're just coughing Like, and you log out. You log back in, you're still infected. You know, I just think it would be hilarious. I mean, if they were in my, in my place and I was keeping them as a living statue, I wouldn't oh, want yeah. them coughing because that would be like sitting next to someone on like an airplane that's constantly sniffling or like <laughs> yeah. doing like a weird thing with the back of their throat. Like you ever have to sit through that? <coughs> Man, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you wanted them to watch you enjoy playing the game. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Um what for whatever it is worth, I am glad that they chose to leave the server. And to go and actually, and I hope they have found a server that they do enjoy. And I do hope that something is done about this. But in my experience, um, if you sit around and wait for Wildcard to ban them, there's nothing to say that um, a group like just like them won't come right back in and start doing the same thing. Sometimes it is very unfortunate that we are forced um, to move and to relocate. But that can also be very beneficial because you can... If, if anything toxic in your life, you look back and go, dang it, I stuck around in that situation for two years or, or for two weeks. And the, if that's a, the, the longer you keep yourself in a, in a bad situation, that is how long you are going to look back and go, why didn't I make this change? Why didn't I make this jump to a new server a long time ago? You know? And a lot of it is because we're stubborn, we put a lot of time in, we got all of our dinos, especially if it's a, it's an official, you feel like, I just can't walk away from this, you know, I can't. Slowly start weaning yourself away. Play on that server as a reminder of why you like to play on your other server, and sooner or later, you'll just make that transition. Sometimes you have to rip the band-aid off and just suck it up, buttercup. But sometimes if you just aren't in a place in your life right now to deal with that, um, then I definitely recommend finding a lot better, more harmonious server and go back to that crap server to remind yourself of why you chose to leave. That would be my best ex- my best advice. That's good advice for gaming and life. Yeah. 
It really is. Yeah, if you're not happy, get out. Because get out. The, the longer you stay in that bad situation, the more you're going to be kicking yourself once you're out of it. Exactly. You're like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, so definitely um, don't waste your time. Move on. Be happy. That's the short version. <laughs> <laughs> short version is not in my language. Um, moving on to tip time. Look, Mommy. It's a Stagosaurus. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Okay, honey. Let's go get it for you. We have changed the show to um, get, we're all not locked into putting out different tips and stuff. We get to pick the tip we want to give you guys. So we're going to get started with Mr. Lee. Tell us what tip you picked for our listeners and what it's about. It's about the Allosaurus, the most awesomest carnivore in the game, in my opinion. I'm loving it. Uh, this, this is sort of a Taming pen, mate boosted, and for science all in one. Uh, I've been taming and breeding them like crazy. Like if I could see a pack of them roaming around, I can't help myself. I gotta stop and try and tame as many out of the pack as I can. So far, I've only been able to get two tranked and tamed at a time. I've went after a pack of four, was the largest, but they're so damn mobile. Like they they run around so much, you can't evenly tranquilize them you know by shooting at them in turns or whatnot because half the time they're too far away to hit and there's three others right below you or however many so i found the best way to do it is basically pick the highest level ones like the two highest level and hopefully they're both male and female although it makes it harder later because it gives them the mate boosted so it makes it harder to bring them down but anyway pick them two and trank them and as soon as they're down kill the others and then Use their meat, their prime meat, to tame the the two you tranked, you know. Nothing wrong with a little harmless cannibalism. <laughs> no. So, once, uh, once I get them tamed, I've noticed, and I don't know if any of you guys have noticed it too, they tend to have, like, a, a relatively lower stamina, like, their stats. That seems to be one of the weaker ones. Have any of you guys noticed that? I haven't played with them yet. I haven't. I've gotten killed by them, but I haven't tried to tame one yet. I tamed three low baby low ones, and only because they were all stuck in the same group of trees, and I couldn't pass it up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get three a pack of allosaurus!" But then as I got closer, it's like one was level four, one was level twenty, one was. I said, "Whatever, I ain't picky. I'm taking you home." So, but I I haven't made their saddles yet, so. I forgot, I forgot that all of our resources were wiped out of our cabinets because of the fatty snack mod. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get into that one. <laughs> right. Well, so, did you happen to notice their their stamina seemed like their lowest, you know, no, proportionally no, lowest stat? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't look. I was just so happy to have them and get them home because they were only okay. level four. I didn't want them to get taken out by a Dilo or something. Okay. So I was like, let's get you. Yeah, but I, I'll let you know. I haven't checked yet. Yeah, I've been taming all the highest level ones I could find. Like, I think the lowest one I've tamed is at level 70 and all the way up to the 150 that they spawn. And all throughout them, it seems like stamina is one of the stats that they're not so great on. But they tend to have a really good health and melee damage. You know, um, most of them, after they've been tamed out, are over 300% for their melee damage. 
and their health is usually between like say 3500 and 4500 so it's easy to bump that up to you know a little bit better um raising them and hatching them is pretty easy i mean keep in mind i'm doing it on a server with the 10 times you know uh, incubation and maturation rates but uh the eggs aren't really hard to uh keep them in the right temperature they kind of uh, just like a, a warm like i've got a room with uh seven air conditioners on it and there's a ledge that's built halfway up the wall and i gotta actually put them on the ledge up closer to uh, a torch that's up on the wall so they like it sort of medium warmish i guess i don't know what the exact temperature is um and they gain once they hatch they gain their weight pretty quick so don't really like i said it's 10 times so you know relatively pretty quick i imagine on uh an official server it takes much much longer but you can feed them you know enough meat that you can walk away from them while they're still babies and they'll turn into a juvenile and not have exhausted all the meat you've given them. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, they're just... Uh, hold on, I lost my place here. Oh, another weird thing that I noticed too is they tend to... They seem to inherit the father's coloring. Like, I've experimented with bright-colored like females and... Uh, bright colored males and drab colors and they they tend to pick up the the father's coloring for some weird reason but the majority of their stats it seems like they get from the mother oh that is interesting yeah i've just been experimenting with them because i love them so much they're like my favorite dinosaur even before i discovered this game and now that they're here i just can't get enough of them i mean i've got a pack of five of them that i've kept you know that was awesome so, yeah. so if they if they start incorporating like genetics in here, would you start messing with like their code? I don't know. Well, that's one of the things they're going to do about the um, the new breeding mechanics, right? They're supposed to introduce like mutations and stuff. Yeah, and at some point they were talking about possibly having like a cloning chamber or something, like way down the line, tech tier, quote unquote. And oh, that'd so, be cool. Yeah, and so like if they they put something like that in there, that would be yeah. I feel like that'd be fun to get into. Oh yeah. But as far as their breeding goes, you can pretty much breed them how you want them. They're not too hard. You know, I never really got into breeding until the Allosaurus came out. And uh, just you learn pretty quickly just through experimentation, breeding different pairs of dinos. All right, moving on to Quicksilver. What kind of a tip do you have for us? Uh, mine would be the punching trees. I need that wood. I guess I'm punching some trees. The joining and leaving of tribes. Um, as being an admin on a couple of servers, um, this is one of the biggest things that I know a lot of people seem to have trouble with or forget what, you know, including myself. I'm not taking myself out of this equation because I've done this myself, completely forgetting to make everything personally owned versus. Uh, you know, because when you're a solo player, and you, if you decide to make your own tribe, if you don't change it so that it's your personally owned stuff, if you decide to join somebody else's tribe, you lose everything, including your dinos. So basically, uh, what I'd like to just get out there in the open so everybody knows and remembers that if you make everything personal when you first get on, you, your dino, make sure it's personally owned and your structure personally owned, it will follow you with you 
throughout however many tribe changes you do, you know, throughout the game. I, I, now I've got a few people on the server that I admin for that for some reason every week are changing tribes because they get into disagreements, arguments, and then they want to change tribes. And of course, it's for a streamer, so I kind of have to do it. It's a sub, so I can't really tell him, you know, this is enough is enough unless I talk to him. So it's basically just, you know, when you decide that you're going to start a tribe, be aware that when doing so, all structures and animals are associated with the said tribe. So if you then want to join a tribe or create a new one, my suggestion is to make sure you set in your tribe log to personally own your dinos and structures. And then everything will be good and they'll follow you with you and you'll have no problems. That is amazing yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah, keep track of who owns what in your tribe. Yeah, I was dealing with a mishap related to tribe merging and joining when we started the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I figured this would come in handy. You know, that but is hilarious. I mean, yeah. it happens to me. I did it on the last uh, one of the iterations of CG. I've been on for three seasons now. So this last season, actually, I had a I had set up a, a radio station. It was going to be my RP, and I had everything all good. Then my friends came on and they said, "Hey, why don't you join us? You know, you can do the radio station over here." I said, "Oh, that's cool." And be as I'm hitting the E, I go, "Son of a." No. <laughs> I turn around and my structure is now owned by my old tribe. Oh, yes. And I had to get an admin to come over and I felt like an idiot because these people all know me as an admin on the other server that I admin for. Right. So I'm like, I just want to go, okay, I'm just going to go. <laughs> I didn't think you had to build back to you. should know better than this. <laughs> well, basically, it's, a, it's an admin command. You can give all structures to yourself and then you can give it back to the person. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an easy thing. It's just, you know, it's a pain because, especially on a server that's on an RP server like that, there's there could be at any time fifty to seventy people on at one time. So they've got people losing dinos, uh, falling through the world. That's another fun one. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's 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 a little bit harder for them to to get over to take care of things. So I just, you know, what I did, I just took some C4 and I blew it up. Yeah, there you go. That was that. Okay, well, because see, I was able to get his dinos all back to him, but I didn't realize that I could give all the structures to me and then give them to him. So I'm going to have to do that next time he logs back in. Well, I can I can share something with you off, off podcast that'll help you out with that. Yeah, okay. I've tried it too, and it was one by one by one. It never did all the structures, but exactly. I tried it, and it was... I wasn't that lucky. I don't know right. that. Well, I'll uh, give a cheat tip here. There's a good mod, ACM Admin. Ah. We'll solve some of your problems. Take a look at it. That's All what right. I use. And I eat some. Awesome. Thank you for that, because that would make life a lot easier. Yes. Um, speaking of, we got another tip from Mr. Foe. It is... What, do you, what is it, Mr. Foe? The Dilo. The Dilo. A punching trees tip. It's a punching trees slash taming pen. All the right. Dilo, um, everybody hates him in the beginning because they're constantly killing you. You land on the beach, what happens? You get blinded and torn apart by this vicious beast <laughs> as soon as you come on the island. But they are a great kind of like watchdog for you at the low levels if you could get to the point where you could tame one it just makes your low level life a lot easier having a couple of these things follow you around they could hold stuff for you but they could also attack the things that are attacking you like other dilos and they're just 
like a really good low-level dino, and they act like an attack dog. And even at higher levels, they're nice to have around too. Keep them around inside your base, have them wandering around. I actually seen a pack of Dilos take down some like rather large things. Um, they're actually pretty good. That is, yeah, that's a good tip. This is being a relatively new player. This is a great tip because I ended up doing close to the same thing. Like I managed to keep track of three or four Dilos in the very beginning, and they kept me alive long enough as long as I stayed near the beach. Like every new player should recognize the utility of a Dilo. Yeah, they're and, and they're like super easy to tame too. They like you hit them a couple of times, they go right down. You you just toss some like raw meat on them. They tame right away. They're actually a pretty fast tame, even on official. And they're just good to have around you in the lower levels. Awesome. Um, my tip was a mod spotlight for underwater items mod. Uh, just added this a couple weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, it's been about a couple weeks ago or a week. Um, so I love this mod so far. I have built our first underwater little community center behind the rock spires on the island, and it's really cool. Um, it you still have to swim. Like I built a structure out of our glass metal mod, so we can still see the water and all the cool stuff. But what it comes with um, is a <laughs> comes with its own version of a generator. I'm going to read it off the website. Um, the items are really cool. It has an air pump that, uh, when built, it will, and it will run underwater with gasoline. It will stop the loss of oxygen and stamina underwater when you're around it. This device will give you stamina and oxygen back. The model, it says, is ugly, but to me it looked like any other of the actual vanilla stuff. I didn't think that it was anything crazy. Um, the device burns four gasoline per hour. Um, this mod is stackable with other mods and um, I thought it worked really good. It kind of felt like you're in a spaceship, like they have the whole gravity thing because you're floating, but you can build a house underwater with it. And it, there's also um, an underwater generator and that is 50% the size of the original, but everything else is pretty much the same. And it is name. Oh, it's, it's nameable and, and pin lockable. It also has um, an omnidirectional lamppost that comes with mod and a water heater and a perpetual stove, which is really cool because you put in your raw food and it passively feeds you. So you don't got to keep going back and cooking it. Your food just, it feeds you like you're on an IV of like raw fish. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, it also had, comes with a laser turret. And then also I noticed they had batteries. It says it's used to power a laser beam on the laser turret. Um, and also it has an underwater bed, so you can have an underwater spawning point. Because if you try to put the simple bed or anything under the water, it will say you cannot place this under the water. So some of these items that um, come with this mod are ones that you really can't have underwater in vanilla stuff. So, And it comes with an underwater fabricator so you can still craft some stuff and um an underwater refiner and it's cool because it looks just like the um the other refining forge but it's like a blue color like everything is a little bit blue it's kind of cool so i i really enjoy it it really um is going to go great with the other mod i added last night 
the scuba vision. So I think this, these two hand in hand, I'll talk about that later, but it's supposed to run another show, go in more in depth, but it's supposed to clear up your view underwater. So I think these two will just expand our, our horizons and building possibilities. So it has already to me, but. So I I'm used the underwater mask already. Did you? How did it work? Yes. You love it's it? It's amazing. It's one of the most amazing things I ever seen in art. Yay! It's everything what I wanted the underwater. I don't know why when you wear goggles, it's so foggy underwater. So horrible. And this just makes it a joy to be in the water now. Because that's what I hate. It's like I like the water, but I hated this, the limited vision. It was so limited. And this just makes it super clear, super nice. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Great. I, I, I saw all the stuff on our server that um, my my biggest concern with this though is the the Ingram cost for all this underwater stuff. I feel like if if you want to go the underwater route, you really kind of have to commit to get all these different underwater items. You need to get the base functional down there. Well, yeah. yeah. Or and that's because you're low level too. You have a lot of Ingram points. That is true. I'm, I'm, my, my. Right now, my Ingrams are so precious that that that's true. But that that's kind of one of my biggest concerns with the mod, though, is just like if you got to do it, you gotta just go all in and, and make that underwater base. Yeah, yeah. That or um, what I'm doing now is releasing loot rexes on the server, where I'm going to put in some mod items that maybe lower levels can't really dive into yet. Or like, because we have the Game of Thrones uh, model, I thought it'd be kind of cool to put in some of the the cosmetic stuff or like the underwater one. I could put in some treats. And then I painted it bright colors and I set it free on the server. Like a really, <laughs> it was like a level 1500 Rex. He's called um, Prize Rex. And he's painted like, like a tie-dye sherbet with a Santa hat on, and he's on he's on wander, and he's wandering around on the server right now. Because last I know, nobody has found him, and he's loaded right now with gasoline, cementing paste, metal ingots, stuff that it can you know take quite a bit to uh, accumulate. I yeah, pack high-end high resources. Yeah, he's roaming around right now, waiting to make somebody happy. So. That's the beginning of the, the Santa Rex. <laughs> a walking piñata. He is entirely, he looks like a piñata. <laughs> so, yep, that's my uh, my uh, mod spotlight is check out the Scuba Vision mod. We toss that in and combine it with your underwater items mod. And it's really cool. Okay, I hate to interrupt, but I just had an Allosaurus egg hatch at 51 degrees, by the way. And it gave me twins. Aww. Oh, what a proud papa. Yeah. <laughs> Eat him. Oh, no. Aww. <laughs> Moving on to Mr. Xavier. He has a tip to share. Yep, so my tip's going to go into the enraged category this week. Okay, just got to do this one thing and I'll be done. What do you mean I can't do it? It's not letting me do it? I just want to do this one thing. Man, this still stresses me out. My tip is the freaking cold. So, being a new player, I, I, I knew that when you got cold, you ate more food, and I was okay with that. I had plenty of food. 
What I didn't know was that the ice cube, when you get cold enough that you get that hypothermic ice cube down in the bottom left corner, you take direct damage over time. And me, in all my brilliance, didn't realize this until it was too late. Like, I was up in the north, I was clubbing some penguins or whatever, I thought I was doing great, and all of a sudden, like, I put two and two together, and I realized I have, like, a limited lifespan left. I start flying south as fast <laughs> as I can, and I couldn't fly fast enough. I could not get warm enough, and I literally died on my mount trying, trying to get oh south. Oh my god! I, oh, it was, it, it was a harsh lesson to learn. But it was good, though, because, you know, we're all part of a tribe. I think Leave and, and the Hecate came over and, and helped me find my body. And, oh, uh, and and it was at that point I discovered the uh, the Corpse Finder mod, which I know we had touched on earlier, but I'm I'm going to sing this praises, hopefully it doesn't blow up in my face. <laughs> um, I'm liking the Corpse Finder mod, it was like, it's an easy way to find your stuff when you're just, you're desperately trying to go south, and it's like, I'm somewhere along this coast, over the water, and, and so, hooray Corpse Finder. Um, and I'm starting to deal with the same cold, cold weather issue more and more, because I'm starting a new base with my brother, because he just started, and so we're right on the edge of the snow biome, and I'm kind constantly just waiting around in my hut trying to regain health so I can go back out to the ice cube cold and uh, and yeah that pelt armor is still a little too expensive for me to, to get up to that level right now so just ah, the freaking cold it's, it's <laughs> tough but I like it. it makes that that, uh, that snow biome base more satisfying yeah welcome to the north welcome to the north <laughs> go hang out by the red arm okay <laughs> yeah I, I, I gotta learn all these tricks <laughs> That is so crazy. That, yeah. Well, have fun with that. <laughs> I, I'm learning the hard way. It's cool. <laughs> it's awesome. It reminds me of when we had that Christmas holiday. There were a lot of level ones just immediately logging in and freezing their butt off. That was horrible. I don't know why they did that, but it was cold everywhere. You were not safe at all anywhere. Just but, keep the fire going. Yeah. The cool Get yourself is, a wolf, dude. Well, and also ask somebody to make you some belts. <laughs> some fur gear that is part of being in a tribe you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't, well, don't want to do that entirely <laughs> just get yourself a wolf and they get tons of pelt wolves or get a lot of pelt get tame some penguins they're little heaters penguins and, and they're so adorable give you heat and don't demorphodons also help with heat well are they don't say like get penguins and get dimorphodons like because no. they're, they're not easy to tame. Either Penguins one of them are... is not... A, no, not really. They uh, die. Oh, yeah, they, that's right. I their toe paw is very wonky. Penguins. Yeah. Their toe paw is very wonky, and you'll probably kill them most of the time. Dude, I spent half... I spent half a day probably taming, like, 50 penguins with Phantom for his penguin death camp. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, there, wait there was a death camp I didn't know about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was this plan of his that he was basically going to make a organic polymer farm. He yeah. was going to put all of these penguins in this building with a couple of sabers, right, and not feed them. And then as they died, the sabers would walk around and supposedly harvest the organic polymer for him. But it didn't work out for a couple of different reasons. That's... that's twisted yeah well, it's i mean twisted we, we tamed sick. like so many of those damn things no kidding it was probably close to 50 of them oh right. morphodons too they're a pain to tame 24 demorphodons <laughs> no the dimetrodons are the ones that regulate temperature yeah that's what they i meant to say too. dimetrodons yeah the, the, uh, dimetrodons the, are the shoulder flyers 
No, um, the oh, no, little no. ones with the they look like a little mini spino. They're really slow and they're in the swamps. Oh, okay. I yeah, I know them. the guys you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, little guys. Wait, right. those will actually work good for your eggs, man. Those oh, are really good at hatching eggs. Yeah. Yeah. They work like an they're they're like the air conditioners, right? They're just an you know a dinosaur. I think they're, I I think they're a little better than the air conditioners. If you, really? But you have to get them more close together. You have to have the air conditioners closer together. No, the uh, the uh, what's the uh, what's it called? It's the uh, the metrodons. The metrodons, yeah. I might have to tame a couple and put them in here in my hatchery and see how they do. All right, High Lord Luminin, tell us your very short tip. I'm not sure if this is an alpha tip, a PVP tip, or just general. A High tip. High Lord tip. Yeah, this is the. Some people like on our server we put these little traps, you know, like a, a pen to see what they can catch. I know Bessie used to have one by her old days before the wife that she go out there and she find all these different animals in her in her little uh, trap. And well, I'm learning that if you use like the the dilo and put it in the trap, anything that goes in that trap will kill it. And as soon as it kills it, it pops up on your screen so you make sure pet that your pet died. Gives an alarm that something's in the trap. Or if you're in a PvP you have it running inside your building, press your dilo, if someone breaks into your building and it's on wander, a bricks of wander, it's gonna go after that person and the person's gonna have to kill it. And once they kill it, it pops up on so you need to get back here, you know, your pet was dead, it sets an alarm off on your screen saying that you need to go back and there's somebody ah. killing something. I'm sorry, but that voice <laughs> makes me think of, you know, the nerdy kid from The Simpsons who works at the gas station and stuff? I don't know him, but I've heard of him. Do you know of him? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what that voice reminds me of. I know, it is really hard to listen to him and keep a straight face. <laughs> I can't oh, even. Scratch, scratchy and crackly. <laughs> Like, dude, what are your balls gonna drop? For real. Oh, man. Now, I just heard you say, It's a penis eating Pelagornis! From last episode. Oh, my God. That was say cool. that, Goon. Say it. Say what? Say, it's a penis eating Pelagornis. It's a penis eating Pelagornis. You <laughs> <laughs> can't, man. Oh, God. So crazy. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to move into last call. Um, before I get started on this, I do have to cut because I, I gotta get up so early, go to the wedding. So I don't know uh, who wants to take over the wheels after I do my last call because I gotta I gotta get up super early and get two toddlers around and I can and do it. That's fine. Shove us out the door. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. Cool. It's closing time. Pack up all those dinos and head out into the real world. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. I don't want to have to love right now. I don't want you to have to love right now. But it's closing time. And rated on this ready. 
So my last call, um, this is, do you have any info you've got to share? Some shout outs, future events, contests, share them now, or wait a week. So I just wanted to make my last call. Uh, thank you for everyone for the shout outs on Twitter and the retweets each week and for downloading and listening to the show, checking in with us when we're a little late getting out of show. Um, I wanted to give special thanks to Dynasty 3, Chris Kennedy, Anthony, Swoter Crafter, Jester Arc, Dizzy81, Triple X, Alt 420, Triple X, Scummy, and the Deep Fryer. So that's a lot of uh, a lot of our shout outs and big appreciation for everybody um, getting the word out about our show and, and all that stuff. So thank the you. Deep Fryer's been with us for a long time. He's awesome. <laughs> checking in and letting us know his feedback and stuff. Oh, and I did get, and I and I lost it, um, Swotor Crafter said that the type of uh, tribe people that drive them nuts are the ones that won't open the door or won't close their doors. And they share a base with this person and they always are leaving their doors open on a PvP server and they said, hashtag come in and kill my dinos. <laughs> <laughs> So that was one of their like pet peeves. The legitimate the, one. The, yeah, the the tribe member who refuses to close the door. So yeah, that's a big thing. So I gotta cut out now because I gotta go, and Mr. Lee is gonna take the wheel. Good night, Esme. So, okay. I'm gonna actually have to cut out too because it's I have to get up at 4 a.m. That's so true. Hours. You do have uh, to get up early. Oh, that's wow. early. Super early. Us us Shout early for now. now. <laughs> All right, later. Later. Bye, guys. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. <laughs> Mama Mia. Mama Mia. <laughs> Bye, Esme. Bye. Bye, little Luminin. Bye, little Lumi. Bye, Poey. I feel like we're in the Waltons now. <laughs> I know. Good night, Good night John, John Boy. boy. <laughs> Good night, John Boy. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my last call was just a story that... Uh, this last week, Balloon and I, um, well, he wanted to do some underwater explorations and stuff. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Let me go with you. And I managed to talk him into taking out his fresh new Spino. Like, I had a Spino that wasn't all that great. But he found one that, for some reason, on our center map, it's, like, super hard to find a high-level one. Well, he found a level 120, and he tamed it. So we took it out, and we went exploring. And I was having lag issues and stuff all day. And we found, we happened to find one of the underwater bubbles uh, that you can like go down and build in and everything. There's, it, it's just all air. It's pretty sweet. I think uh, it would be hard to get materials and whatnot in, but there's like trees growing up in it and rocks and things like that that you can use for your, your resources. But I can't see how you would get like most dinos down there. I don't know. I've never really tried to take like a trike you know, deep underwater or anything like that. Yeah, trying to set up a base down there would be tough, to say the least. Oh, yeah. But it's really cool. It's 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 like, well, there's no better way to describe it than you're in a bubble. It's like on the sea floor underneath this rock ledge, and it's like its own little ecosystem in there. There aren't any animals, though, of any kind. There's no, like, birds or nothing like that, which is obvious. I mean, how the heck are you going to get a flyer down there, but... Anyway, as we were going on, I kept having the worse and worse lag issues, and we kept getting attacked by sharks and stuff, you know, one or two here or there. Maybe a couple of mantas would come along. So we'd kill them, and we'd move on, and every so often, I'd have to come up for air, because my Spino had about half what his did. And eventually, we found this underwater 
uh, sort of like a tunnel, like a really, really deep cut canyon. And I was like, oh, let's go down here. So I'm going along and I lag out. After we come out, I lag out and my screen's frozen. And the whole time that's going on, unbeknownst to me, he's being attacked by a mad swarm of sharks and rays. So when I finally get back in, I, I, I see like in the chat box, he typed in real quick that something was going on and I turned around and we managed to fight that off, but we both we're nearly dead so we start heading back towards the beach and we're about 10 seconds away from getting up onto the beach onto the dry land another massive swarm of sharks and rays hit us and as soon as i turned around to start fighting i lagged out again and meanwhile he died and then when my game finally decided to unfreeze i was dead all there was left was the the respawn screen so it was a very costly endeavor. We didn't really find any good loot. We found a cool location. But the moral of the story is the deep seas on the center map are not to be trifled with. Sounds like you lost a lot. Oh yeah, we both lost full sets of scuba gear. We each had a Mastercraft Pike. I think he lost his best crossbow. That always hurts when you lose that much. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Well, it looks like Foe had... Oh, the last yeah. call here, but yeah, so he's not ducked here, out. So. But he wanted everyone to know that his primitive uh, or his PvP's PvP server is going to be incorporating the primitive plus um, addition. So if anyone wants to check that out, it's a public server. Check out Foe's um, public PvP. So he'll be he'll be adding that this weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So well, yeah, I had to leave a little early, so I want to at least get that message out there to everybody. Um, and then moving on to I've got a last call of my own, and I would like to apologize to everybody on our server for listening to me last week or two weeks ago. I really put my foot in my mouth. Uh, one of the mods that I praised was the Fatty Stacks because I like the easy organizational system and kind of having everything in its, in its proper place. Well, over the past uh, week or week and a half, Fatty Stacks has pulled everything. So you, you can't find it on Steam, the, the message boards are gone, like, the, the whole mod has just ghosted. And unfortunately, all of our raw resources that had Fatty Stacks over their cap ghosted with it. So we've lost a lot over the past week, week and a half. All our, our stores for metal and wood and stone and everything were just wiped out. So I just feel like a big dummy because I was loving fatty stacks and then, again, then they pulled it. Yeah, um, you can't be blamed for that. You didn't know they were going to pull it. No, but at the same time, I still feel bad about it. Like, I, I thought fatty stacks was great until it wasn't. Well, I'm sure that everybody forgives you. Yes, sir. The final last call is, uh, I'm sure Esme put this one in here, we are also looking for a few more Xbox correspondents. You can email us at ratedark at gmail.com if you're interested in talking about joining us. So yes, if you have a lot of Xbox experience with ARC, for some reason I'm having trouble saying Xbox, give us a shout, send us in your email, let us know if you want to join us. I'm sure we'd be happy to have you. Absolutely, Xbox players, come give us your, your side of things. You can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. Uh oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ratedarc.podbean.com. 
You are listening to Deep Thoughts with Esme and Render. And get me some G.I. Joes with bendy elbows and bendy <laughs> knees. Not these stiff He-Man figures that they can't even move their arms and bend anything. They just waddle around on their muscle legs. But they, but they have that little flicker in the back that makes their hand go, oh, down, oh, down. <laughs> like I could clip. Battle armor He-Man I might have let pass. But that's it. And his cat. With his <laughs> and his cat. I was going to say, Joe doesn't have a, a grace... Was that the, oh, the power of Grayskull? He doesn't have, like, a, a cool place to hang out. I had a friend who was a uh, female. You know, she's a friend of mine. And she used to have She-Ra figures. And oh, my yeah, G.I. Joes used to have my way with those totally She-Ra figures. Had She-Ra. Like, even, <laughs> totally even had She-Ra. Totally had She-Ra. Even <laughs> though they were, like, two feet taller than the G.I. Joe figures, they didn't care. See, no, we're not take on these Amazonian women. <laughs> Amazonian nothing. Barbies are the Amazonians, and my Barbies always dated G.I. Joe, so. Those are the real Amazon, Amazon women in the toy world. Of course, a Bobby wanted to get with a G.I. Joe. Know, Ken right? has that weird know. lump between his legs. He didn't have anything. He had that weird mold. Nobody wants oh to be with that. <laughs> At least the Bobby females had like a little slit or a curve there. Oh the men just had a lump. <laughs> wow. Oh, dude. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> welcome, welcome, <laughs> <laughs> I thought my other podcast was bad, but no, this one's just the same, so I can oh. just the same all the way around. There you go. <laughs> yep.